T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. With Brad Biggs. Biggs Biggs His name is Brad Biggs. Brad Biggs talks football with you. <laughs> Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670 to the score. Brad Biggs, the football man of the Chicago Tribune, a longtime contributor to the station. And a valued friend, and he joins us now on the Score Hotline, which is powered by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. Big Zay! Morning, Brad. Morning, boys. What's going on? Well, um, we were talking this morning a little bit about the kind of idea. Stadium, right? Who's going to get the stadium first? Uh, I don't know why the 78, uh, which is a, I believe, qualified opportunity zone, doesn't attract the Bears, but they want to be on the lakefront, apparently. Uh, Oh, no, they're going to be in Arlington. We'll find out. But the Bears aren't leaving, Brad, and the Sox could. Right. You know, you talk about two stadiums that are less, well, guaranteed rates, what, just more than 30 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Um, talk about two, like, worse jobs of putting up a stadium than the cell or Garrett's, whatever you want to call it, and Soldier Field currently, like, shame on Chicago for not getting it right the first time around. Yes, we'll see what happens. And Brad, this stadium with a guaranteed rate field is one that they had to remember they had to you needed a Sherpa to take you to the top of the thing. So they had to change it. They've put yeah. money <laughs> in redoing it already and, and it hasn't helped apparently. a bunch, yeah. Yeah. Well I yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Jerry wants to go to Nashville to take his uh you know, that way he could have a triple A team in Nashville and he could have a triple A team in Charlotte. Wow, you are firing on all cylinders, baseball big Z. So let me ask you about this from a Bears perspective. I think while we're talking about the stadium possibility, 
Kevin Warren has said that to stay in the city, the South lot is the most appealing option. He seemed fixated on that last week. Could you envision a scenario in which the White Sox identify the South Loop as a new site and they demolish guaranteed rate field and at 35th and Shields, the Bears look at that plot of land as a potential landing spot? No, I'm of the belief that all of the options that aren't the former racetrack land at Arlington Heights are leverage plays for the Bears at this point and due diligence and attempting to, you know, win a a stare down with uh, the school districts and whoever else is involved in those negotiations in Arlington Heights. I believe that's ultimately where they want to put up, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot more than just a stadium. What this vision is for the land in Arlington Heights. I mean, it goes, it stretches way beyond the imagination of just a stadium. And many of these other kind of options that have popped up, it's like, yeah, well, they could have a stadium there, but they can't have all these other things they're talking about. So I think it's Arlington Heights uh, until until further notice, guys. And, and I think discussions with the city and wherever else is all part of the negotiation we know it's a hard luck a hard knock life is is this a real possibility i mean they're one of three teams you wrote that would be kind of fulfilling everything needed to be on hard knocks we know george has no interest in it and in fact i would go so far as to say he wants nothing to do with it do you believe that um the fact that the Bears are giving up a home game and going to London means that they won't be asked to be on hard knocks too? Or are they going to somehow the, – the, the, I think the question this morning we asked is um, uh, would would that make George McCaskey prefer to stick with Justin Fields if they're going to get on there because of Caleb Williams? Yeah, well, no. Hard knocks will have nothing to do with football decisions they make. I- I, I wrote that uh, I think I think George McCaskey would rather uh, vacation in Brown County, Wisconsin, <laughs> than have his team <laughs> featured on Hard Knocks. And Boy. Brown County is where uh, Green Bay is located, guys, and and we all know how George feels of, about uh, Green Bay. So you know the first question you you have to get answered when you talk about Hard Knocks, which I think Hard Knocks is kind of. I think it jumped the shark a while back, guys. Like, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't capture um, quite the attention that it used to. Now, um, maybe not every team offers the same fun storylines every season. I I don't know. You know, I just, I think it's kind of, I think it's time has passed a little bit, and I know it's still around, and I know if there was a, Bears version, people would be really uh, excited around here. But the first question that needs to be answered is, is there a team that would volunteer to do it, right? That's what they look for first. They look for a very willing participant, a willing partner uh, in the program. And if they can't get one, then they look to, you know, tap someone on the shoulder. And that's kind of how the Jets wound up. Uh, selected last year, which was probably a 
you know, an easy choice for the league with Aaron Rodgers and everything that was going on uh, with that franchise. So you're looking at the Bears, the Broncos with the central quarterback reboot and, and Sean Payton, and then the Saints. I don't find the Saints uh, particularly interesting, and I, and I don't think they're going to be uh, very good either. All right, let's talk about the football part of the offseason, Brad. The offensive coordinator search continues. And when you look at the list of six candidates that we know of right now, Thomas Brown, the latest to join the mix from the Panthers uh, staff, the offensive coordinator down there, all of them except for Greg Roman have the Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay uh, connection, the Shanavay connection, if you will. Anybody emerge as a front runner in your mind? Anybody else that you know is going to be added to the list? McShan. I don't know of a front runner at this point, uh, and you would think that they would want to move towards a phase two in the rel- relatively near future. One of the things that we've discussed is the Bears have a head start on some of these teams that are doing uh, full staff overhauls. They have a head start on some of these teams that are beginning with the addition of a general manager and then launching into the head coach search. Like they're out in front when it comes to an offensive coordinator with those teams. So how do you use that to your advantage? Well, you get through your process, you take your time, and then you try to get someone to make a decision, right? You find someone you like, and you try to get them to make a decision because you talk to coaches right now and, you know, here's how it works. A guy who's not certain about his future is going to interview um, possibly for, for an opening that's, that the Bears have or uh, the Saints just fired Pete Carmichael Jr., their offensive coordinator. You know, there's a few teams that are sort of headed in that direction right now. And then these guys are trying to get linked to potential head coaches. Well, I could go with Coach X if he lands a job in Seattle. I could go with Coach Y if he lands a job in Washington. And so it's this game of musical chairs. There's definitely um, more coaches than there are chairs at at the end of the day. But the Bears need to try to use the timeline to their advantage and get someone to make a decision after they can work their way through the process. Brad, when we look at, um, at, at the, uh, the, the situation right now, is there a favorite in your mind? Do you go with, uh, with anyone that they interviewed over others? And how do you explain all these guys being from the you know McShan tree, whatever way you want to put it, as opposed to Greg Roman, who seems like an outlier in this group. Yeah, out, Roman's definitely a little bit different. Four of the six guys have worked directly for Sean McVay. Right. Have worked for him. They're not just from the tree. Like, they've worked for the guy. Um, I Yeah, favorite, maybe we get a better clue by the start of next week. I don't – I have no idea what the timeline is. I would guess this is a hunch that they want to have – a second round of interviews, Um, you know, take your time when you have the opportunity to be methodical, really check into it. What's interesting 
is everyone with Roman, but with the exception of Roman here, going to have principles and foundations that are uh, really similar to what Luke Getze brought here, right? You, you talk about um, Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Well, he's from that same coaching tree. You know, the principles uh, and the, the foundational elements of the offense, very, very similar. And that's what Eberflus wanted. That system when he hired Getze in 2022 and judging by the list of candidates to this point, he's not, uh, he's not turned off by the system. That's for sure. He's looking for a new coach, but uh, there's a possibility here that they could land someone who's, who wants to do uh, a lot of the same stuff. Hopefully, does a little bit better and, and has a better roster uh, to work with. All right, Brad. So Jalen Johnson talked to Keyshawn Johnson on Fox Sports and said that he wants to be paid more than any other cornerback in the NFL. Jair Alexander is the highest paid cornerback. This would mean that Jalen Johnson is going to be making north of $20 million a year. Ryan Poles, of course, said he's not going anywhere. Do you think that they're going to sign Jalen Johnson to the richest contract a cornerback has signed in the NFL? Yeah, that's a good question. And uh, certainly Jalen made himself a, b- a bunch of money this season and credit to him for betting uh, on himself. Generally speaking, you know, when you have a guy that, that can reach that all pro, he was what, second team all pro level. And that guy is out of contract. He, he's going to be able to leapfrog uh, the the most recent guys. I don't know that that's an easy thing um, to to get done. You know that that can be uh, a bit of a challenge. But Jair Alexander of the Packers, uh, who is the uh, you know coin toss guy, got in trouble <laughs> for that late in the season. He self-proclaimed uh, captain. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, which I mean, who who's got better credentials than that? He's tops in the league right now, guys, at the cornerback position with an average annual um salary of 20 million dollars. 21 million dollars. Mm-hmm. There's three corners that are above 20. That's Jalen Ramsey, uh Denzel Ward, and Jair Alexander. So, I think he's going to be in that ballpark. You know, I would guess this thing heads towards a franchise tag a, to wow. create some more time to get something. Like, I don't – like, to me, that I don't look at that as a negative, though. Like, oh, yeah, he's going to have to be tagged in that terrible – like, that's just to create more time, uh, see where uh, you're at, because they got a, they've got a lot to consider. Yeah, he played – fantastic football see, football this season. He's had some uh, fair durability questions through, throughout his career, right? I mean, that's going to be a concern for the team when you talk about writing a new contract. So there's a lot for both parties uh, to work through here. Missed, uh, what, three games this season? Missed uh, six a year ago, 
Now, some of that might have been because he was kind of just shut down at the end of that miserable season, but six is the number. Uh, missed uh, two in 2021 and missed three in 2020. So that will be an element of the negotiations. Is that the team using that against him? No, but I, I think it's kind of taking it into consideration. When it's all said and done, he's going to make a ton of money uh, to play football in 2024. Does he get the long-term deal done? I, I think both parties want to get that done right now. I don't blame him at all for shooting to uh, jump to the top of the market. Uh, things of that nature are going to take some time, though. Brad, um, we know the Bears have the top pick in the draft, which presumably will be an offensive player, which would indicate they have an opportunity to take the best player in the draft, the best offensive player in the draft. Their second pick is ninth. Given the quarterbacks and the wide receivers that seem like they're at the top of the draft, offensive tackles, could it is it conceivable that the Bears at nine could get the top defensive player, the first defensive player? In other words, this top ten drafting for them could leave them with the best offensive player in the draft and the best defensive player if they wanted to go that route. It's possible that uh... – Nine is is sort of the area for the first defensive player. You know, when you, you look at the history, kind of draft history, and to get an idea of, you know, how many guys from this position will go in this round, what what's history tell you? And every year is a little bit different. Uh, but your premium, premium positions on defense are your pass rusher and your cornerback. So you're looking at those positions in the top 10. And I think it, it's not a great draft uh, for edge rushers. So I could see getting to about nine, 10, 11 in that range for that. And then when is your first corner going to come off uh, the board? Those are the, those are the guys you got to keep an eye on. Terry and Arnold from Alabama could be the top one. I, I don't think corners a, a need for the Bears, especially if they're going to invest in Jalen Johnson. But those are positions you look at when you talk about the top ten and looking uh, at at defenders. You're not looking at safeties, and generally speaking, uh, you're not looking at stack linebackers inside the top ten. Brad, when you look at the college all star games coming up, Senior Bowl. Uh, Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr., I think, are playing in the Senior Bowl. Do we know yet if Drake May or Caleb Williams or J.J. McCarthy have committed? Any, any I, place? Yeah, I, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't believe that they've committed, and they've, they've kind of switched the rules a little bit this year to give underclassmen uh, an opportunity to get into the Senior Bowl, but I'm not expecting those guys uh, to be in Mobile at this point. You know, I don't know that – Caleb Williams or Drake May would really help themselves in a in a setting like that. You know, you guys guys that have something to gain are the ones that are going to head to Mobile. And, and credit to Jim Nagy and the work that they do at the Senior Bowl, that game has drawn more top talent, more first round picks. I'd say in the last three or four years than it had. You had you know guys getting invited and turning down invites and they've they've done a better job 
of uh, bringing the premium talent there. But the guys that are going to be picked that high, um, generally, uh, they uh, they don't show up. Great stuff, Brad. Were you surprised by Mike McCarthy being retained? Did that take you by surprise with Belichick out there and everything else? You know, it it took me by surprise just given the number of times this year it seemed like Jerry Jones was putting his coach out there. It's like, well, we're going to see how it goes when when it really counts in the playoffs. That that's and and I don't cover the Cowboys. But that's kind of the vibe from afar that I got. Yep. So from that sense, a little surprised. On the flip side of that, guys, he, he won 12 regular season games three years in a row. Right. So uh, something's working right. And this year, he called the plays. Okay, he was the offensive play caller. The quarterback, Dak Prescott, had by far, uh, I think, his best season. So, um yeah, from that standpoint, not surprised uh, at all. It, it's Dallas. It's it's the Cowboys. Everything's going to be uh, overblown. But he's done, uh, I think, a pretty credible job. He's just he's got to find a way to to win some games in the playoffs next year. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, buddy. Have a great day, guys. And um, by the way, I know we don't care about uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Dan Quinn has five head coaching interviews. Yeah, he does, after giving up 48 points to Jordan Love and the Packers. 312-644-6767. Imagine they had won. Mully and Haw on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
balls in my court, balls in my favor. I think really it's just a matter of time of when it happens. But I think really going into the negotiation, I don't think it's too much really to try to talk about. I feel like there's no reason why I can't be the highest paid corner in the league. And I feel like that's what I'm aiming for. That's what I'm shooting for. That's what I think can be done and should be done. I feel like I've had a good enough resume, I feel like, from my rookie year to now. And I think really this was just icing on the cake. So I feel like there's not anything that anybody can say. I took the ball away. I got all pro. I got pro bowl. I mean, what else is there for me to get? So I feel like I'm definitely very deserving of the highest paid position. So, I mean, I'm going to go in and the ball is really in my court. So, I mean, it's going to continue to um, wait for them. And then we're going to reach and come come to terms on, on it. And hopefully it's what I think I'm deserving of. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. That is the voice of Jalen Johnson. He wants to be the highest paid corner in the league. Uh, and that is from the uh, Just Give Me the Damn Ball podcast. No. Keyshawn Johnson. No, it's yeah. called All Facts, No Breaks. There we go. Fox Sports. the name of it. Yeah. Keyshawn Johnson's podcast. Interesting stuff. Jalen Johnson wants to be the highest-paid cornerback in the NFL. Jair Alexander from the Packers has the highest average annual salary at $21 million per year. The top five, Mully, Jair Alexander, Denzel Ward from Cleveland, Marshawn Lattimore from the Saints, Mm. Marlon Humphrey from the Ravens, and Trayvon Diggs from the Cowboys, who was injured this year, and all his replacement did was make the Pro Bowl and the All-Pro team. He had like five. Yeah. Pick sixes or something. Land made the yeah. uh, Pro Bowl for uh, prolific reasons, made history. <laughs> it's a good way to do it. Look, here's the thing I would think is worth remembering and considering with Jalen Johnson. When you talk about the value of having a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract, it affords you the luxury of being able to pay the people around him. You see it all the time. You see the examples all over, you know, the NFL. That's the reason why, or that's one of the reasons why we talk about restarting the clock with a rookie quarterback. Mm -hmm. Not only the job security that it may provide an executive who is starting over and tied into this quarterback, and this is, is, is good to make those guys feel more secure, but it allows you some flexibility with your roster and your payroll that you don't have if you're if you're getting ready to commit in two years or one year all kinds of money and resources to a quarterback like they would with Justin Fields. Caleb Williams' rookie contract would allow Ryan Poles to be maybe more aggressive with Jalen Johnson, maybe be a little bit more permissive with what he's willing to pay, what he's willing to allocate on this, uh, under the salary cap. And I think that's something to remember when you're deciding – whether or not this is going to get done, besides the fact that Ryan Pohl said he's not going anywhere, removing his leverage, but I think it's all part of the whole conversation when we're talking about rookie contract, number one overall pick, and what that allows you to do with the rest of your roster. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, right? You, you, look at, um, you look at him as a player, and what did they want from him? In order to uh, to give him the um, the the contract that he they want him to take the ball away, mm-hmm. they want him to catch the football, they want him to get interceptions. How many did Jalen Johnson get? He had four. He you had know, four interceptions, okay. one forced fumble, and one. Uh, I, and I listen. I love the kid, and I want mm-hmm. him back. But is four interceptions the stuff of twenty one million a year plus? 
I, I, I mean, he made the Pro Bowl. But it, his, he had a great season. I, I'm just wondering if he got enough takeaways when you start talking about well, cornerbacks and money. I'll, I'll, I'll compare it, contrast it with the highest paid corner in the league that we referenced, Jair Alexander. His best season, and he's been in the league since 2018, his best season, he has five picks. He didn't have any this year in seven starts. He had the big one in the playoff game, yep. which to many people justified all the money he makes because when you come through in the clutch, that's when right. you need to do that. Molly, I think it's also to be considered in the metrics uh, we don't have in front of us, but we we watch the games and we know that teams will stay away from yes, you're not your number one corner. Right. So those numbers are going to be a little bit reduced, and that may be why uh, he hasn't had – the takeaways and his in the takeaways past. were basically in the end of the year, right? I mean, if you look at him, and that's after Montez Sweat, because the Bears oh, the, there's had a, like 16 interceptions. There's a reason they're going to the Pro Bowl together. Yeah, that's because right. one that's likely right. is, is unlikely to go without the other. Yeah, I, I understand that. Those are really good points. I, I think though, when you look at the alternative, he's got gotcha. you. <laughs> He's oh, got you. Well, he's mean, met expectations. You know, when the guy comes out and says, oh, he's going to be bad, we're not letting – uh-oh. The, the, biggest, the biggest ability that I question is not the uh, ability on the field. It's the availability. Yeah. It's the durability. Right. Now, he played 14 games this year. Big, which, strong guy. We, yeah, big, strong guy, but, like, big, strong guy. Yeah. Played in 11 games last year. You want to see that number in the teens. You want to see him not missing – games consecutively he ca- he has to be on the field to justify being the highest paid cornerback at a premium position 312-644-6767 we got to get to the phone lines we got Paulie listening on the odyssey app hey Paulie. hey guys good morning good show yeah uh a couple quick points the average uh, head coach makes about six or seven million hmm. The good guys make 12, 15, 20. Mm-hmm. The average defensive coordinator makes four or five mil. The good ones make more than that. Do you know that the Bears have Eberflus at four and a half million for head coach and defensive coordinator? And you think they're going to spend 22 million on Jalen Johnson? You got to be crazy. You'll find some $5 million retread for another team that used to be good that they're hoping will be good in the future. I think I understand where you're coming from, Paulie. Appreciate the phone call, but I don't think it's a fair criticism of the Bears when it comes to paying players. They pay the players, Molly. I mean, you look at what they paid Montez Sweat the minute they got him hmm. from the Commanders. You look at what they have done in the past. It's not necessarily their unwillingness to spend money for players. You have a cap that you have to hit, and you're up against. It's it's the decisions. Maybe that they how they have spent the money, not if they will spend the money. I don't have any. I don't really think that the label of the McCaskies being cheap and that that kind of lazy criticism applies to whether or not they're going to pay Justin or Jalen Johnson. I think they're going to pay Jalen Johnson. Yeah, you know the, the the thing to remember when you're talking about head coaches and and uh, players and all the money they make, whatever. There's no salary cap on coaches. If you want to get the best guys, you can go out and buy whomever you want. There's no, there's no limit to how much money you can pay guys. It's, it's not a big deal. 
I, I don't think that it's, it's up to you. I, I don't think that what they pay Matt Eberflus, it is an interesting dynamic. If they don't go out and get your high price defensive coordinator, they're yeah. getting away Flus- with Flusie's a bargain. He's a bargain because he's also not a high paid, highly paid head coach. Mm-hmm. So he's not putting you in that stratosphere of paying guys 12 to 15 million dollars a year. He's not an elite head coach that is worth that. But I think we would both agree there's a difference into what you are willing to pay your coaching staff and the philosophy about paying your paying your players. I think one is ownership, the other one's your general manager. Mm. It, it it does seem to be the case. I don't know that Ryan Poles is deciding what Matt Eberflus or the next head coach is being paid. That's ownership. I do think that Ryan Poles has a lot to do with what you're going to pay a cornerback that you think is one of the top five in the league. And, yep. and that's, that's a difference in approach, and that's why I don't think you're comparing apples to apples. Let's try Wes. Wes is on the road. Hi, Wes. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I had a question. I was listening to Rich Eisen the other day, and he had an analyst on there talking about the Bears and just the situation. And they said that um, – you know, talking about, well, they can trade him, they can do this, they can do that, but it has to be done before the new league year, which I don't know a whole lot about the NFL in the league year. I'm more of a baseball guy. But it's like, I, so I don't know. The, I, I looked it up. The new league year is like March 13th or something. Mm-hmm. So are we going to find out before then? Or how does that work? So, like, do they have to trade him before March 13th? No. Or no. do they not? No, they don't. It's a good question. It's, it's a little confusing because the league year implies that you have to do something before a deadline. There is no deadline. Molly, I think we both have talked about when Ryan Pohl says he's going to take it up to April, they could be on the clock in trading Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will go that extreme, but you would think the teams maybe want to find out what the quarterback situation is and have that settled before free agency, which is what begins after the league year starts. But I don't know that it's a, a requirement, and I don't know that Ryan Poles is going to make any sort of declaration or deal before that time. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, look, this is a this is a very interesting offseason for the Bears. They got a lot of work to do. They got to get better. They're not getting better if they lose this guy. They need to bring him back. I'll be very curious to see what the number ends up at. But when the general manager comes out and says, we're keeping the guy, you take him at his word. The Bears made Khalil Mack, as one texter points out correctly, the highest paid defensive player uh, at the time, the richest contract in football because he was worth it. Because they, he had him, really. They traded for him and they had to do it. They, they negotiated a contract extension with Montez Sweat shortly after within a week of trading for him because that was also part of the conversation, the deal. They knew that the player had the leverage and control. I think in this case, it's very similar. Jalen Johnson understands the going rate and understands that he's got the Bears. Great point. No question about it. All right. 312-644-6767. We will be right back with your phone calls next. Mullion on the score. We have really good communication. Uh, You know, the big thing was just kind of take a break here after the season, um, and then we'll start talks again. I feel really good about that situation. Um, Jalen's not going to go anywhere, um, and we'll work through to get something done. 
Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670, the score. That was uh, the, the voice of the general manager, Ryan Poles, from the retention uh, news conference. <laughs> the status quo. Five people fired, but not the that, head coach. That was a continuity news conference. Yes, oh, everybody okay. coming retention. back. Retention. Like retention pond? Retention, detention. Looking for a rhyme here. He was pretty clear about his desire to bring Jalen Johnson back. I don't think anybody's surprised at that. That defense is going to remain intact. It pretty much is contractually locked up. The good news for the Bears is that you have young players in the secondary that are in a position where you're able to retain them. So you can stress the retention. Eddie Jackson will be tricky. I think he'll be uh, his contract will be reconfigured to retain him. And your front four and your front seven, a little bit easier to uh, bring back. And you can add to that mix. And Gakwe out, maybe a young pass rusher in. But if you're going to have a defensive-minded head coach and the defense is going to be the strength of your team and you're going to plop in potentially a rookie quarterback, you're not going to underspend and undervalue a premium position like your top cornerback. All right. 312-644-6767. I agree with that. Let's try Brett. He's on the Odyssey app. Hey, Brett. Hi, guys. Good morning. I appreciate you taking my phone call again. Last time I was a little bit long-winded, but I do have one question for you. Um, what are your thoughts on re-keeping Justin Fields and drafting Caleb Williams and letting them duke it out? during the season, and if, obviously, we know the durability of Justin Fields, and if he gets injured, then you have Caleb Williams to come in as the backup, especially with this defense that they formulated. I mean, I think it's a good idea. And then later on, if one of them plays very well, you can always, you can always trade them to another team that is, um, you know they're going to be a top-five pick next year for a first-rounder. And you can get another top pick. Yeah, I, I don't believe that they're going to do it that way. I, I mean, I like, I technically think that would be fine for me because the way teams do it is not like that. You usually get rid of the guy. You don't want two guys sitting there, etc. But the whole league has a hard time getting that position straight. Yeah, it does. But so, I, but th- it's just the it's you're it, first of all contractually. You're going to bring back Justin Fields. You're not going to pick up. He's got another year. You're not going to pick up the It's a math problem as much as it's a chemistry issue. It's a chemistry issue. Math and chemistry. Yeah. Stuff I know nothing about. How the physics in that? I don't think so. Can we please recite a poem or something so I can understand it? What happens is if you do that, you may be theoretically protecting yourself from injury. But the reason I don't like it is because – you're making a half-hearted commitment to either to each guy. You're, well, you're, you're making a commitment to Caleb Williams. You're just trying to slow his role. But if you're really making a wholehearted commitment to Caleb Williams, he is your guy from day one. Well, I mean, I agree that that's how it's done. I'm just saying the fact that the league can't get it right makes you wonder if that's the way I, I don't look at the Bears and think that they are going to be at the forefront of some type of – new way of doing business in, in the um, National Football League. And, and that's very true. Roster configuration. When I look at innovation, I do not think of Hal's Hall. I just oh. don't. 
We'll never forget the way they thrilled the nation with the T formation, but I believe that was a while ago. In black and white. Uh, <laughs> Bob's in Arlington Heights. Hey, Bob. Thank you for taking my call. I hope you guys indulge me longer than the last time I tried to raise this with Lawrence and Layla, who shut me down after 20 seconds. But here's my take oh, on that's Jalen it. Johnson. That's it, Bob. Thanks. That- no, I'm joking. Go, Go ahead, Bob. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I believe, Jay, I agree. Jalen Johnson has got to be, Jalen Johnson has to be paid. But as I said to Dustin, he had four picks, but he dropped at least four and maybe six that he should have picked, including one that would have been a pick six. Mm. So, you know, I know the bar is set higher, uh, the bar is set differently for receivers than it is for defenders. But when you drop as many as you catch or more than you catch, then in my mind, that doesn't let you set the bar for the entire position for the entire league. Does he need to be paid more than he's getting paid? Yeah. But the point I tried to make with Lawrence and Layla when they shut me down was Jalen tried this after, if you remember the trip to California when they thought they had some negotiations going, and then Jalen came back and said, you know what, let me explore a trade. And the phrase I use is, you know, Ryan Poles wasn't going to let the inmates run the asylum. And so he said, you know, you'll go ahead and explore, see who what's out there in terms of trade. And in terms of palatable trade for the Bears, it was crickets. So, you know, is there a, is there a, a number higher than he's being paid now? Substantially higher. But does he qualify to be the highest paid corner in the NFL? I disagree with that. So, you know, I respectfully say I want him on the team. I want him rewarded. But, you know, that's my take. Is Thanks, he- Bob. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, we're not cutting you off. He said that's my take. Yeah, that was good. Sure. Let's try. I, I, I don't I don't agree that I think it's different now. I, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it, you that was during the season. He demanded a trade. They've had a lot of things happen to that relationship. It's also a different context and dynamic now. We're going into the offseason. Speaking of trades, we are, I believe, right now three weeks away from the NBA trade deadline. And the uh, Bulls have some players that might be of interest to other teams. And maybe they have a player who isn't of interest to other teams. We've got our guy Casey Johnson next. We can talk about... What's going on with the Bulls? What he's hearing heading toward the deadline? And we'll do that next. Again, we got a few weeks, but it's sneaking up on you. Mully and Haw on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.